Hello everyone. It's Sunday, February 7th here in the Philippines and welcome to the second ever Znutcast. My name is Tom Coons and today I want to talk about peace. A few months ago, I spent a couple of mornings before going to work studying the topic of peace. Today, I thought I would briefly share with you what I learned from that study. First of all, let me just say that it was a marvelous experience. I gained some new insights and I hope that the same spirit that testified to me of their truthfulness then will do the same for you now. So with that, let's get started. Let's start by talking about what peace is. We learn from the scriptures that peace is a gift from God. In Thessalonians 3.16, we're taught that it is the Lord of peace that gives us peace always, by all means. In John 14, we find what I believe is the best-known scripture about peace. I'm sure you will immediately recognize it. It says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Clearly in both of these scriptures, we learn that peace comes from our Savior Jesus Christ. Peace is something we are given after meeting the necessary requirements, the essence of which is repentance. In Helaman chapter 11, we read the story about how Nephi pled with the Lord to replace the war with a famine so that the people would repent rather than simply be destroyed by the sword. After four years of devastating famine, the people humbled themselves, repented, swept away the wicked Gadianton robbers from among them, and asked Nephi then to go back to the Lord and plead with him to end the famine and send forth rain upon the earth. In the April 2015 General Conference, Elder David Bednar, a member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, gives what is perhaps the best definition of peace. He said, peace is simply peace of conscience. This means we have no anxiety because we are already justified, or, in other words, in alignment with God because we have repented of our sins and are now on the path of sanctification. Truly, the atonement is the centerpiece of the gospel, the plan, and the life of a disciple. So how do we get this great gift of peace? We know that repentance is a centerpiece, but is there more we can learn about how to get a greater portion of this great gift into our lives? I think there is. During my study, I learned that peace is a result of the following things, all of which lead us to the atonement and repentance. Number one, faith. Faith in Jesus Christ. Number two, hope. Having sufficient hope that the atonement might actually work in our life so that we're willing to actually ask for his help. Three, knowledge. Knowledge of Jesus Christ. Knowledge of his characteristics, his attributes, his words. Number four, obedience. Obedience to the commandments, and perhaps even more importantly, the still, small voice that comes to us through the gift of the Holy Ghost. Number five, sacrifice. Doing things for others that they cannot do for themselves. Number six, works of righteousness. We need to be constantly doing good things for good reasons and, and for people that need uh, those works and that service. Number seven, trust and confidence in the Lord. And number eight, becoming meek and lowly of heart. Perhaps the most significant insight I had while studying this topic is the connection between peace and the temple endowment. Keeping our temple covenants will indeed bring peace in our lives. Since it teaches us how to return to the Father and receive a fullness of the priesthood by keeping these covenants, we are learning how to become sanctified in the temple. Now, couple that with the influence of the Spirit of the Lord that we feel were in the temple 
and the connection to peace is clear. And here's the key insight. The degree of peace we will have in our lives is mirrored by our level of sanctification. Just as we are commanded to be perfect, even as our Father in heaven and His Son are perfect, we are also commanded to seek and pursue peace as recorded in Psalms 34:14. So what do we do with it once we have attained it for ourselves? Well, we then have the responsibility to share that peace with others. Doctrine and Covenants 105 says we are to sue for peace, lift up an ensign of peace, make a proclamation of peace under the ends of the earth. We are even to make proposals for peace to our enemies. We do this first by being an example and then second by teaching and encouraging others to repent. The result of large-scale peace in a community is righteousness and, yes, even Zion. As these last days grow ever shorter and the time to fully establish Zion approaches, may we each take counsel from the 13th chapter of Alma and become so righteous, so kind, and so obedient that when people look to us, they see the countenance of the Savior. And this then inspires them to pursue their own sanctification. This is the path of true discipleship, and I might add, ultimate peace. Well, thanks again to those of you who are listening to this, the second Znutcast. This time, uh, relating my experiences on my study about peace. I hope it's been helpful to you. I hope you've enjoyed it. And I hope you'll come back and listen for some more. Until next time, keep the faith. <laughs>